afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever you're watching, listening to, or just hanging out uh, here or around the world. I hope you're having a great evening. I am because we're about to have a good time. Before I introduce my guests for the night, the gentlemen who have agreed to join me in this episode 7 of The Drop, I do want to give a couple of shout-outs. First, EasyCo Mac for making the logos, and Aether for getting our overlays put together for the show. Big shout-out to those guys. And if you're looking for The Dropcast, a lot of our users like to listen to us on iTunes or on a podcast format. You can find us on iTunes at The Dropcast. You can find us on Podbean at The Drop podcast.podbean.com or you can uh, just basically google us on almost any stitcher sites like that you can also find us on youtube at five midas gaming if you choose to watch the video because you enjoy my ugly mug as much as my wife does that said let's get right into the meat and potatoes of the show i'm going to introduce our guests here starting just above me and working my way around the circle so our first guest tonight uh, is not a stranger to the show you've probably heard of him or seen him around uh some say lying just outside of the blue circle some say smashing heads it's hard to tell because this raptor to raptor uh, of tiger mafia how are you doing tonight sir i'm good thanks for having me again <laughs> i always like this <laughs> it's always a fun evening and it's 5 a.m nice <laughs> and it's uh it's been a long day. <laughs> so for you, it's a fun morning, but we're going to try to make it uh, entertaining so you can have a good memory before you lay down to go to sleep. Uh, instead of having a hard loss and sleeping and dreaming about all the failures or the misses, uh, instead we'll laugh and have a good time and then dream about all the fun jokes that were had. And the man I expect to make a couple of jokes or at least uh, make the best hair plays at some point in this game is none other than a man named Define Legit coming to us from Ghost Gaming, uh, who I believe was a team that was third place at I am Oakland, so congratulations on that, by the way. Uh, a man who I've also killed in a squad pub match, so I felt pretty good about that, too. Define, how you doing today? Oh, wait a minute. I think he's <laughs> muted. I think you're <laughs> muted. Unmute. Unmute. Evasive action. Okay, there we go. There we Somebody go. Got muted. That'll happen. There we go. I'm good. I don't remember my death to you, but I'm sure it happened. It was the beginning of last season. You guys were grinding. I saw a bunch of kills, and I started screaming, holy shit, it's Ghost, you know, hunker down. <laughs> and then uh, it ended up being three versus three, and I, 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 got, I managed to get the kill and was pretty happy with myself. Because, you know, it's not often hey, us casters get to best. kill pros, right? Like, it's pretty rare. So I felt pretty good about that. I now, that. In all fairness, you were hopping like a rabbit trying to get out of the blue, and I was just taking pot shots, but... I'm oh, counting okay, it. Okay. I'm counting it. It wasn't a one-on-one -on -one spray down. Uh, that's going to be next week. All right. Okay. And last but not next least, week, I got you. hey, 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 I made the top 50 today, so I'm going to keep on grinding. That said, let's talk to our last guest, the man sitting down there, the Patriot. Some of us choose to have cat toys behind us. Some of us choose to have America, and that is none other than Viral from Turtle Squad. Viral, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, man. Really happy to be here. Glad to have you. Thanks for jumping at the last minute. We had a cancellation, and Ryan was Johnny on the spot. I was like, yeah, hell yeah, let's get on. Let's talk about 1.0. And I heard you actually got to do a little bit of scrimming tonight uh, to test out some competitive play on the new map for the first time. Uh, so I'm excited to sort of hear uh, how that went. I think you got to do a couple as well, uh, legit. I don't know if you've had a chance yet, Raptor. Uh, that said, I think we all have some pretty strong feelings about where uh, this map is going to be taking us or what we need to do to get us to that point. That said, that's our focus for tonight, ladies and gentlemen. You're used to coming here and getting a bunch of topics. We're going to talk about a lot of topics, but all under the banner of 1.0. The launch happened last night. It was only one hour late. Rubber banding was minimal. Uh, honestly, I thought everything besides the fact that I have to stare at a field of grass at Adasia for five minutes between every match... It went really, really smoothly, better than any launch I've ever been a part of. So uh, for that, uh, kudos to uh, to PUBG Inc. Because oh, yeah. I, I've been, uh, you guys, you guys have all probably been through a lot of launches before. And I mean, oh, man. I remember the days of like World right. of Warcraft, where it was like you 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 stayed up all night and then played the next day, right? Because like you couldn't even log in. So this was well, awesome. I mean, I mean, more more recently, just to give a comparison, because I come from H1, mm. the 
the developers are light and day. Like, oh, yeah. H1 would take eight hours to go down, and then there wouldn't be much actually fixed, and then PUBG takes, you know... This was the longest time they've ever been down for 1.0, and I think it was their biggest patch, mm -hmm. and... I mean, it went flawlessly. Like you said, there were a few games that rubber banded, but the rest was just, it was perfect. Absolutely. Worth it for what they brought to that update. 100% worth it. For sure. Oh, yeah. You know what? I also, I also want to say I was impressed because I've seen this happen, like you said, with H1 and other games. Um, and it's like a quiet eight hours, right? There may be some extensions and stuff. That whole time, right. they, were, they were giving us stuff to talk about. They were giving us patch notes. They were keeping us updated. They let us know what was going on. Um, and the thing I think I like the most is that every time that they tweet, they say players before they say anything else. So uh, I think that that shows that they kind of respect the community and the fact that, that's, that we're just here to play the game. So very, very cool. Enough, uh, enough verbal blowjobs here for PUBG Inc., uh, but a great release. Congratulations, guys. You did... Really, really killed that as far as I was concerned. All right, let's talk about 1.0. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start out with the good, the bad, and the ugly. So the good is our favorite change. I want to go around and find one thing from each of you that you're like, this is it. This is the best thing that happened in 1.0. Then I want to hear about something you don't like, not something that you think is like a tragedy, but you're like, eh, I'm not sure how I feel about this yet. And then we'll go back around and we'll see what needs to be changed right now. And I'm going to guess I know probably what a couple you're going to say, but we'll wait till we get there. So let's start with the positive because you should always do the positive first, I think. I don't know the rules. But anyway, the good. Raptor, what's your favorite change in this patch? Graphics FPS, mm. 100%. Graphics FPS, easy. Like it, it, the, the last game felt like an alpha, like a beta game. This, now it just feels like you're actually playing a game. Mm. Like you're actually playing a game that is like developed by a proper developer and the FPS is just smooth. Like yeah, we still have some rubber banding, but it just it just feels like a fun game. Like it's it's decent now. That's as all I can say. FPS and graphics, I love it. Absolutely, I like. Okay, a good answer. Let's uh, move to legit. What do you think? Um, I mean, I'm with Raptor. FPS is is a lot better, but honestly, what stands out to me and what I think will stand out as time goes on is the variation in what they've done with an open field. Hmm. So as much as an open field looks open right now, there's only a few of them that are, are truly dead space, where hmm. if somebody catches you there, you're done if you don't have a vehicle. Hmm. Um, more of the areas have these little divots and little ridges and random bowls, and all of a sudden it's if you if you prone in this spot where they're at, they actually can't see you. Now you're completely pinned down, but it's... It's not that dead space that we've had in Erangel. Mm -hmm. So that, in my opinion, is what's going to shine for me and then in the future. And then, of course, like Raptor saying, everything is, is running so smoothly. Um, I can look past all of the rubber banding and stuff. I've heard they're working on coding and they want to recode some of the mm -hmm. game engine itself. And so coming from H1, where H1 tried to do the same battle royale thing, 100 people... What's happening is it's 100 people on a map and everyone's having to go through an action at the mm -hmm. same time. And so that's no one's ever done that before. Right. So, you know, I have faith. You know, they'll get the coding down. It'll get better. The rubber banding going from test to here is a lot better, too. So, yeah, I and, mean, it, and I got a lot of positives. I got a simple me. solution. If you don't like rubber bands, don't drop uh, what's it called Mikado right don't hot, yeah don't like, hot drop don't, don't, hot don't go to don't go to Patron <laughs> take a little bit of a flight grab a car and you won't rubber band uh, at all so uh, you know it is it is what it is I respect people who like to fight Picado as a wrestling ring it's neat uh, but expect rubber bands uh, that said, I agree with you I think it looks the, the landscape is just awesome right and I think we knew this was coming it is the way that they changed that dead space outside of Mansion in Evangol with the forest in 1.0 is, I think, shows what they were sort of trying to accomplish with the idea that there is no more yes. pachinky field. So uh, that's pretty right. cool. Uh, Ryan, what is your favorite change to come out of this bad boy? Uh, optimization, for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the, the better FPS just makes gunfights so much more smooth. But uh, I actually really like the ballistics change. Mm -hmm. um, like the AK, the, the revamp on the AK... Uh, it makes it viable. It makes teams want to actually use it now, so it's not you know four people with a five-five gun trying to split ammo. So it gives you a little more opportunity. And um, the new the new sights, eight times, four times, phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And uh, it feels more like Arma sniping, like realistic, as opposed to uh, just kind of eyeballing it for what it used to be. I gotcha. Yeah, I agree, I agree with Ryan a lot. I think it's 
past 300 meters now it takes some real skill mm -hmm. to laser beam players like you've got to really understand the drag and the drop or you have to you know adjust your play and start zeroing in quickly yeah and and that's that's definitely hard when you're getting shot at too so when you Absolutely. get these fast car 98 shots and stuff that, that are really you know tide turners in a battle like i appreciate when i see those downs on the screen so much more now you brought sure. up the changes to the ak so real quick for the viewers yeah. here who maybe aren't uh up on the ak philosophy just give us a quick breakdown what's changed what makes it feel better i mean in in 1.0 you know i've never really done research on spray patterns or right, anything right. um but in in the ak in 1.0 was so awful with spray <laughs> it was uncontrollable to a point of anything past a certain meter uh, you had to have a comp on it that was like yeah. the golden standard uh, but now you know you can pick one up and you can you, you know you can fight with it you can you can land some shots with it the mm -hmm. single tapping feels better to me but again you know guns are a personal opinion thing right yeah they they it's... definitely fixed some of the recoil and and uh i don't know if they've changed the pattern but the the bounce and the kick has been reverted yeah. more so back before the patch that that ruined the ak and made it useless at long distance yeah. The AK, the the spray pattern about the spray pattern because I've been playing the entire day right now and uh, I'm a guy who likes to tap but right now the only thing I've been doing is just spraying. Mm. With the AK, you can go 200 meters. You can still spray. You can still like control the spray. Feels more like CS:GO, you know, where you have like where you have an AK and it takes a lot of stuff to control the spray at a longer distance. But if you really try, you actually get some stuff done with it. Before to do 100 meters and have your automatic on and you're gonna miss half your bullets at least yeah so, absolutely. the spray is just amazing right now absolutely and again uh for those of you who maybe are watching as uh i don't want to say casual players but less professional players uh remember a big advantage to the ak is if you crouch before you shoot it increases your accuracy significantly so practice the c tap i know it's something we all struggle with but a little little tip for you to take home with you. Uh, that said, so the AK has got a good change. We can all agree the FBS is better. You guys scrimmed today. I heard that a lot of the car lag is completely gone. Is there truth to that? Did it feel a lot better? Oh, shit. You know yeah. what? The moment you said that, there was zero fucking car mm -hmm. lag. And I haven't even yeah. heard if they've completely redone because I don't remember. I think IEM, someone was mm -hmm. telling me that they had eight developers completely recoding the cars. Makes sense. So I don't know if that's successful and it's done now, but looking back on it, when there was 50 up, Circle was probably third or fourth. Mm -hmm. People were transitioning. I don't remember much car lag. So I, I didn't get to, we didn't run the Aaron Gall game, so I don't know if you guys had it there. Mm -hmm. I had it on Miramar. Um, I think I dropped to like 60 frames, but considering I used to run it like 80 frames, you know, 60 frames wasn't a terrible drop compared to like the 12 I used to go down to. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely a good foot forward, but I don't think it's completely eliminated. But again, it's day one of 1.0. I, I don't expect miracles. Yeah. We're on track for Carlag to being a city in the Star Wars universe, not something we have to deal with. Uh, on a regular oh, basis, sure. so uh, that that's pretty exciting. I think it shows just sort of a lot of people have complained, and I've listened, I've heard you guys complaining. I read Reddit, I see Twitter about you know fix the game, fix the game, fix the game. Uh, my favorite part, I've been, I think I played seven hours today, uh, was playing. I do all pubs, and every pub I played with, a lot of them would be like, "Man, I never played the test server. Uh, this game is just you know they need to fix it." And they play like two games and be like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" You're like, "That's why they haven't been fixing the t the other the the mains the live." server man they were doing this so uh optimization looks good i'm really hyped about that so cool uh so that seems like that's the biggest takeaway is we're all playing in a way that it feels smoother cleaner um even just the movement around the map feels less jerky i don't know it's just everything sure. feels more comfortable like i'm playing tomb raider instead of you know uh, some sort of like third you know non-triple a title so very very cool all right so that is the good let's talk about the bad this isn't the thing that needs to get fixed immediately because it's breaking the game this is the thing that you're still not sure if you how you feel about it you're still like eh, i don't know yet uh we're gonna go backwards in reverse so we'll start with with viral and i'm gonna say it slowly so he has a second to think because he looks like he might need it um i mean so and this isn't to be completely negative towards them mm. is i actually don't like the map uh mm. like if i'm legit said about the uh you know i guess i'll tell you specifically define legit said about the dead space they didn't hit that well i think some of the buildings go too far up 
as opposed mm. to, uh, you know, trying to make it competitive, especially like when there's a five story building with one staircase, how am I supposed to push that as a team? You know, they they have a full range of view on my yeah. approach there. And then I have to fight on one staircase. And at this level of play, you can defend a staircase. So it's very difficult for some teams. So I wish they would bring it from a five story to maybe three story, two story max. Okay. I agree and I disagree. Okay. I mean, it's tell me more. It, it's all everything's about decision making. You know, you know. Step one, do you have to push that team? That team. Step two, is there a line of sight that you can take? I promise you, there's a line of sight on a five-story building that you can take and successfully get to that building without them killing you. Yeah, so it's like it's to me, it's it's them putting another layer into the game. It's another variable that we have to worry about. We have to change up our play. We might have to South George. If you controlled apartments, which was a three-story building or whatever, if you controlled that, you controlled back six. You kind of understood where everything was, and it was very simple. Now it's another layer to where I can be on the fourth floor, the fifth floor, and there's not just one or two fourth or fifth floors. There's one there. There's one there. There's one there. So you have to be more methodical in your approach to things, and I think what's going to happen is you're going to see people getting punished more. And I don't want people, when they get punished, to be like, ah, the map is shit. Right. You know, right. I want it to be more so like, damn, I moved too quick. I got caught in the open. That wasn't the correct line of sight. Um, I, I, I agree. I agree to an extent. I don't know if if they put in the same amount of thought that they did in Erangel in terms of placing buildings and making it competitive. Um, I think we're going to need more time on it. But generally, I think just from the... 100, 150 hours I've played, um, you can line aside those buildings pretty easily. Yeah. Um, it just it just depends on like your timing and a ton of decision. Right. Right. I honestly, I honestly don't think it's the height or like necessarily the building. It's just like everything is too tight. Like the hallways are too tight, and the 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 problem isn't necessarily the buildings. The problem is just the combinations between how the game works and the buildings. Uh. Because when you stand too close to a wall or too close to a door opening, your gun goes down, so you can't shoot a guy. You can't just peek and shoot like and see us go. And if they would have something like that, yeah, then sure, these buildings would be fine. But the problem right now is that you peek and your gun still st is, sh is shooting down because you don't have enough room to work with. While in Aragon, in Aragil, you go into a building and you get like proper rooms, you get proper space to move in. You don't have a hallway where it just it just all feels too tight. Mm -hmm. And if you have a little bit more room or they just change the whole thing where you constantly have the problem where you aim down and i think it's gonna be fine yeah these are the words really I, 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 agree with that. That. I agree with that those are the words of a man who uses a car 98 with a flash hider on the end of it uh <laughs> i mean that said though and you're right i get the size i agree that the rooms are <laughs> tiny i play sniper usually as well and like yeah if you're the upside is this in my opinion right is when you talk about the old days back in georgia pole no one fought apartment to apartment because there was no real accessible way to do that when you go to like El Pozo or some of those other cities now, there's four high rises, all with 16 access windows and fourth to fifth floors. So you can sort of have these really cool interbuilding multi-level fights. But if you're trying to run a car 98 that's silenced, it becomes tricky to sort of get the angle to take the shot. So I think that that's something that could definitely be addressed. Maybe add some boxes to give access to level two and three from the outside a little bit faster. Things like that I, I would love to see, but I think that's that's definitely on track. Um, so Ryan's, Ryan's bad is maybe think about sort of these vertical fight designs, which let's be honest, this is the first time we've ever seen anything like this. I don't think H1 had vertical fights. So oh, this not is, at all. Not this at is a all. totally yeah, new... Completely different game in terms of terrain yeah. and uh, everything plays out. So this is the first time Brendan's sort of done this with his team. I think they're doing a great job of sort of feeling it out. Um, we'll see where yeah. that goes. Uh, legit, what's your bad? Um, my bad is a little less than that, though I agree with it. I think I said some of it. I don't know if the actual layouts are thought competitive-wise. Mm. Um, I think we just have to play on them more. My bad, though, is more so like the four times. Mm. Um I'm fine with it being small, but it blends in on the on the desert map. It's got this or it's like orange now, this light transparency orange. Um, I'd like to see the thick red come back. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, to take it even a step further, I'd like to see customization. So like, yeah, everyone has everyone has the same four times, but I can make it whatever color I want. I can make it as transparent as I want. I can make it as 
stick as I want because something like that's very easy for them. It's just a matter of them yeah. working it out for us. Uh, and then yeah. not being able to select our map and our weather type is very frustrating. And so I hope that, you know, PUBG, if you're listening, um, please don't punish us for backing out of a game. Mm. Simply give us the option to choose what maps we want to play. It's not going to kill a certain map. It's just going to favor a map. So more players might play Desert, but you're still going to have players playing Erangal. I had a few Erangal games in pubs. They still started with 90-plus players. Right. Um, I think I saw some streamers. They had that people back out, and it went down to 50. Yeah. For me, that's just... I think if you give people the option, you'll then still have those 90 games, and you'll have 90 games on Desert. So... Please don't give us that back out punishment. Well, and hey, let me add to that. Let me add to that, PUBG Inc., and say that when you give the option, you know what? It provides an impetus to improve because if we start to see everyone Absolutely. migrate to desert map, then maybe we make a few more changes like the forest outside a mansion and tempt us all back to Erangal. And I think that that's something that could be really dynamic <laughs> and a lot of fun. That's super interesting. That's a very so, interesting angle. Uh, impetus to improve determined by the players and where they choose to play is kind of a really good feedback tool. So... If you're listening, very cool. Uh, Raptor, what is your bad? I think I'm going to have to go with what Legit said, but mm. I personally think with the map thing, uh, it really depends. With the map like choice and stuff, I think they need like they need to be make it 50-50, I think, when you queue. Um, mm -hmm. I think so, that you don't, like, you can't choose the map. Especially if they want to go in the direct. Like, there's two ways they can do this. Either they go into the direction where... Um, where you want to have multi uh, competition on multiple maps, but then they have to make it 50-50, as simple as that. It's fair for everybody. But then, and that's my bad, actually. I don't like the map design. Like, it just, it just doesn't feel right. There's just, it's graphic-wise, it's amazing. They're taking the right direction, but it's just, for me... It feels, I, like, it feels like too much, like too big. Yeah, too, it's just Too confusing. scaled. Let me ask you yeah. this. Let me, let me pose this I, to you. And, and personally i think that's us being afraid of change personally. okay that was my my question was that it, it is your players is. You, you guys have like two thousand hours potentially on erringal like some pros have insane like two two three thousand hours you have i mean you said define you've been playing the test servers since they went live and you've been really trying to get to know them you've got right. 150 hours i've been playing non-stop i got i think 87 right so is part of our discomfort and anger and and whatever else it is even loot style or layout frustration in miramar sort of part of the fact that we have one twenty-fifth of the playtime there. I mean, you remember yeah, when we started with Erangel? Yeah, Personally, I mean, yeah. yeah. It's 100% off, being off. uneasy with it, though, for me. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just my bad, like I said, off the bat. And like this fine was saying, you know, once we play it more and understand those sidelines and things, I think that's going to really change my opinion. Because mm -hmm. looting was my first bad thing, and now that I'm used to the buildings, I feel better about it. Mm -hmm. um, I just wish that we could do parachutes longer so we could spread oh. the loot out as opposed to talking about my ugly. Just... <laughs> oh, that I'm, yeah. you're talking about the dropping down faster. Yeah. N not, that's a, not... That's, I'm pretty sure that's a bug on desert because in Aaron gall, it's not happening. Say... No, it's good now. It, it, they fixed it, but I'm oh, talking about like distance on parachuting, like, uh, you know, hard. kind of wiggling. They... Wiggling, yeah. Oh, you're talking Fuck. about this. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The stretch. I know they fixed oh, okay. the the speed and the free looking. Mm -hmm. Right now, there's I'm pretty sure there's a bug where it's it's shoving you down fast and you can't stretch okay. as far as we used to be able to. Okay, I yeah, because on Aaron Gall, it's still okay, but on Desert, it's a hundred percent bug. Yep. Okay, because that that's that kind of goes in with my issue with the big buildings because so many people are dropping. It's hard to maneuver around the city if somebody has one of those big buildings because yeah. we're all dropping in the same spot because loot. It's hard to stretch right now. I guess for sure, yeah. And I hope you're. Right. I didn't hear there was a bug. If it is, that's great because you're right. Erangal, we long dropped easily today, but everybody lands in the same three cities right now on Miramar because you just can't long jump. And we don't have any yeah. hard spawns or garages on the cars, so it's all sort of a crapshoot in terms of uh, there's no there's no motor pool, there's no school motor pool as I like to call it, right? Where you can right. guarantee land there and get yeah. yourself a vehicle to get the hell out of Dodge. Uh, uh, I think that's a lot to do with people figuring out, like, yeah. car spawns. Because us, personally, we still don't even know where the cars are. Well, if you go look at the map. Have you guys looked at the map that was released? Uh, I forgot who it was. They made a they made a really good map that has all the car spawns listed on it. But it gen it's, like, literally every 60 feet or 60 meters is a potential car spawn on every road. Okay. It's just a 
are you going to get one? Um, are you going to? And, there, and there's yeah. not. You know how like if you were to look at the potential car spawns at the school uh, Razak sort of intersection, there's just this insane concentration of potential spawns that doesn't really exist anywhere that I know of yet in Miramar. If you look at the map, so. That's an interesting thing to talk about. Uh, my ugly is simple. I don't know why we moved the kill feed. It's driving me bananas, but that's just me personally. Let me set my UI so I can move those two things back to where they were. Because I spent so many hours to read the kill feed, and now I never know who I'm I agree, playing against. I, I agree with custom UI. I think mm -hmm. being able to drag your kill feed or your oh, team yeah. or mm -hmm. anything like that, something simple, it's, if they can make it work, which I'm sure they can with Unreal Engine 4, mm -hmm. Why not? It shouldn't be too hard to program, I think. I yeah. think like if, if you yeah. can have it in like the older games, yeah. like the games where it's like it's super. Each one has an. Yeah, you can you can pretty much have it on this game, like. Ab absolutely, absolutely. My guess is it's just it's just the UI. <laughs> my guess is bigger fish to fry, right? So maybe we'll get to that eventually. Yeah. Um, excellent. Okay, that said, let's move on to the ugly. What is in the game right now that you think just absolutely needs to be addressed before this can be considered a competitive map viability-wise. Uh, we'll start with Legit in just a second, and then we'll sort of we'll go to Raptor, and then we'll finish up with uh, Viral. Uh, what do you think, Define? Um, I mean, I if there's nothing, one. you can say nothing. Like, I, you know, if you think, hey, I can play. We, yeah, so that's like my own personal mentality for Battle Royale is right now is adapt as much as possible and the ones who adapt as much as possible are going to be the ones who are the most consistent hmm. um i knew i but liked i you. am also, i'm i'm also in the competitive community so i do understand the competitive players wanting some type of balance some type hmm. of uh i don't want to take rng away i think it's already small enough we just have to get it out of our head the worst things for me aren't really the map right now it's more so the circles we need more circles um, so transitions aren't as hectic and as long for some teams. Mm. Um, and I think I could get on board with the last two or maybe three circles, the very, very last ones, some type of centralization, mm. not know. full centralization where like, right. like Oh, that's a circle. Yes. I can go dead center and get there every time, but something a little more predictable than what it is. So right. it doesn't. So it doesn't favor one team so hard and make it more difficult for everyone else. So like a guaranteed, uh, like a guaranteed 150 meter deviation or something like that on, you know, so, right, so it's not going right. to be butting up against the blue. Okay. Right. Yeah. So your transition you? is, you can kind of transition to things that you can see, you know, like I see, I don't quite see anything that way. And the circle didn't completely move away from me because we have an extra circle or mm -hmm. two. I think you might see some more mid-game fights i think you'll see a little more consistency in teams transitioning into the later circles mm -hmm. um but it's it's so hard to say because until we play with it it's not like i can't really be like that's the fix right what, you, what were you gonna say raptor i think like i've talked about this with my team as well and what we think is like it would be nice either earlier circle or later circles that because the problem right um to add like some sort of border where it cannot touch the blue, so it's like a 10% border, and it has to kind of stay in mm -hmm. between there. So it can still shift one way or another. But the problem right now in competitive game is like, it's not the problem that the circle shifts to another side, because you can easily flank around. You can mm -hmm. you can come up with something. You go back into right. the blue. But the problem right. is just yeah. like, out of nothing, suddenly the circle's on the other side, and you know there's like not one layer of teams around you. There's that second layer, and then you get that third right. layer that's already in the circle, and you're like... I'm going to have to go through three layers of teams. Like, I can fight one team. I can potentially fight a second team. But you're going to have to fight three teams where one team even has the advantage of being in a circle. There's no way you're going to win that. Mm. There's just yeah. no way. Yeah, the, for sure, like you said, too. And by the time you're on that third team, you're so deprived of meds and loot, like, you're just easy targets. But I, I do like what you said, though, legit. RNG needs to be removed from our vocabulary. It's really not you know, uh, hopefully this works out kind of game. There is strategies yeah. around everything. You know, absolutely. there was a time, well, how do you guys, I don't know if you guys play Hearthstone. When Hearthstone first came out, everybody was like, I don't play that game. It's got too much RNG. And then the pros sort of embraced this mentality of the idea is to limit the RNG, to control it and to make <laughs> it part of the strategy. And yes, sometimes yeah. shit goes south, but at the end of the day, that yeah. means no one's ever overpowered, right? Um, and I think that that's I, something that I'd like to see. I just chuckle whenever I hear the, 
oh, your game has randomness yeah. and luck in it. It can't be competitive. It's like, do you know about <laughs> poker? Do you know about right. Texas Hold'em? <laughs> do you know about... Uh, yeah. I mean, these, yes. these pros make their living through a marathon. Right. They might lose on the river. They might lose on the turn. They might have had the odds in their favor, and they still get unlucky. Right. But over that year of them competing, going to events, they're supposed to, you know, make profit. Mm. They're supposed to yeah. show some type of consistency. That's why so, we play a series. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And that's, 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 that's what makes this competitive is our series. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Of course, it's not as competitive jumping into public matches and right. yada, yada, yada. I get that when we get MMR, maybe it will be more competitive, but the actual competitive scene where everyone's a tier one player, they're all playing the best they can. They're all trying to outmaneuver each other. Um, that best of eight, that best of 12, that's going to show you who your consistent mm -hmm. teams are. It's right. going to show you, you know, who's supposed to be there and who's not supposed to be there. And that's, in my mind, the eSport in and of mm -hmm. itself. So, so that's one reason I, I don't agree with, you know, make circles, make circles completely centralized. That would make the game completely boring, so super boring. predictable. Yeah. No longer battle royale. It's just, oh, that's the circle we need. Let's go sit in the center and shoot people. Right. So, I think one of that, the biggest my problem, point. what the biggest problems with the whole RNG thing, and I, I, that this frustrates me is like, the people complain so much about the car meta in 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 Arangle, right? Mm -hmm. And me and my team, we've been, you know. We've been starting to do this in open series first, and then we started doing this uh, against contender teams, and we joined some screens against top teams. And what we figured out is like this whole car meta idea that you have to play it a certain way. Mm. It just it just doesn't make any sense. It, it is not true. Yeah. And I think TSM is the first team that really yep. showed this because they played different, and it didn't work at first. But then they kept on doing their thing, and they showed like, okay, you know what, you can come in, in later circles. I think one of the problems right now with the competitive scene and blaming the luck constantly is that people are too lazy to start thinking outside the box to come up with a strategy that just doesn't exactly. seem logical. Now, just like in yes, I, I do want to say this, and I think that lazy is true, but there's also, you better remember this, we are a new eSport. We saw a whole lot mm -hmm. of organizations come out of nowhere and get behind a lot of these teams, which is super cool. And, and there's a good reason for that. It's the only eSport in the world where you invest in a team and you're guaranteed to have them in every single match in the tournament. So there's a really good return on investment there. But the other side of the coin is there's an onus for performance. And these teams sometimes, I think, feel the pressure that they have to finish high, they have to perform well, they can't sort of take the TSM risk, right? We saw IM Oakland, especially TSM, doing this sort of like... 50 meters outside the blue strategy, sort of working hard rotations. It worked sometimes, it didn't in the other, but they went in with the idea of TSM's got our back, we can try what we want to try, we're going to see how effective it is, and it ended up working out a couple of times and, and showed us a new potential meta. So I do think, lazy yes, but I think maybe a little unfair to always say that, because a lot of these players mm -hmm. have a yeah. big pressure in terms of keeping the ability to play professionally on the line. And, sometimes, and meta shifters have to have yeah. the, the freedom to lose, and that's a tough thing. That's all. I was yeah. wearing a soapbox for a second, but hundred uh, percent. No, I agree. I agree. But I think that you're right. I mean, we watch Korea. If you guys, I didn't. All of us were playing, so we didn't really get to watch the tournament going on at the same time as Oakland. But the Korean players don't even really use cars, right? They like third person. They like to stay on foot. They choose not to do that. Um, I was chatting with some of the designers after Oakland, and you know, they asked me what my favorite car is, and I said the three seater bike because I love the idea of. Having to decide. Well, I like that when you look at it, you go, do I really want to take that right now? Uh, and Miramar feels that way, right? Like you see the Bronco and you're like, do I really want to drive the Bronco down the street right yeah. in this section? Or yeah. Is the bang bus worth trying to take across the desert? <laughs> like, and, and to me, that's really nice. I love that, man, because it makes us think, oh, I spend a lot more time on foot in Miramar. And that, that I, I don't know, it adds a new strategy level to me. There's a lot of running fights. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that's the best part. Yeah. So then, in go my ahead. mind, I, <clears throat> sorry, in my mind, um, us personally, Ghost, we don't, I, we don't believe in meta. Mm -hmm. There's, yeah, this game is, you have countless numbers of variables constantly changing. This game is the most fluid esports game there is. If you can't be willing to change on the drop of a dime, and be successful, it. it 
at changing your route, changing your position, changing your decision, everyone still being on the same page and flowing like water, I, yeah. I just don't think you're going to succeed. And that's every game, too, is a Absolutely. Change. True, true. I just, uh, it's... When I talk every about game, Every being... game requires something so different. Mm -hmm. Right. In order I'm to more win. like I'm more like play style that I mean, like, mm. you know, for, for example, for us, it's like when... Uh, well, we have tried with the whole meta shifting because we're, we're like experimenting with it also because we're in a situation where we can do that so like we don't have an orc that we can lose mm. suddenly because we we lose something we don't have anything uh <laughs> but we're like okay you know what let's try to just do everything on, on by foot on erangel and let's see how that works let's see how it works to just like be in the middle of nowhere and just run in a, like you literally have teams all around you and how is it going to turn out if we just run in the middle is that going to work mm. and uh that's what I, what we mean with meta is like just the play style, you know. Like, are you gonna be aggressive? Or are you gonna be passive? Just, you know. And right. mostly right now with with the current meta is like, okay, you you take the fights in Erangel. It was like, okay, you show where you are, kind of, so people stay mm. away from you. Yeah. Uh, for most teams, of course, there were exceptions, but yeah. Yeah. Do you find it's just a general play style? Do you find yourself not taking the shot as often in Miramar as you used to in Erangel? One hundred and fifty percent. Oh, hundred percent. I don't agree. Well, that's, be, well, that's because it's, it's like just... defines crazy when he has a gun in his hands. But well, <laughs> like it's just very. There's so much open room, and the running portion of it, like if we're not shooting, we're not giving away our spot. If we can, if we can get a down and finish that kill, great. If we can get a headshot and take off a piece of armor, great. But if they're 600 meters out and we have M16s, I'm not trying to hit ankles to give away my position. Mm -hmm. yeah. I feel that. Yeah. For for us though, that's just like that. That's a variable. So it's it's not so much are we going to shoot at them. It's how much cover do we have? Are we willing to give our position away? Let's shoot at them or not. So it's for me, it's always hard to say. I never. People are like, oh, what do you need to do to get better? What do you got to do to win? It's you have to understand the, the variables mm -hmm. that are constantly changing, and you yeah. have to be able to predict at a very high level. And Risk management. You, risk management you know risk versus reward it's it's more so that stuff so i definitely agree with what ryan is saying it's just the way i would describe it, it's a little different and what were you the problem about miramar is that when you so you see a team like uh, the difference between Erangel is like you see a team you can take that fight you're, you have a compound you have some cover you have ways to escape now miramar the, the big problem is you can have a really nice position but like I don't really feel like there's actual any nice nice positions in Miramar. Everything is everything has a disadvantage somewhere. Yep. The problem that. about Miramar, yeah, I sure. feel, because there's so much vision from all sides to all teams for you, but also for somebody else to spot you, is that the moment you take a fight with a team, if you don't clean it up fast enough, another team can flank you within seconds, and you are you're dead. It's done, and 100%. that's the that's the thing that bothers me the most about Miramar is that. I feel like sometimes the the ridges and the the little bumps are not high enough that you you just don't have that protection from that second. Think it prolongs team. fights too long. Yeah. I think it. Yeah. Right now the fights have to be they have to happen fast, or you need at least more cover so that if another team flanks you, that you can take two fights at the same time. Because right now it's like you need to be lucky not to have that second team or even that third team to be like, hey, we're gonna shoot for, these guys down. We see some shots. But the bumps are good for you to push. Like, right. Yeah, true. I feel like in Erangel, though, it's the same thing. It's you have you have moments, you have variables and situations where you need to wipe this team quickly. Mm -hmm. And if you don't wipe them quickly, oh, yeah. you understand you're about to get third partied. I think so I think Miramar, I think the big issue here is you guys are both right. To me, Miramar, because of a the distance is hard to judge because of the gradients difference, right? Like we're not flat ground sniping anymore. We're doing these weird up down angles that make sniping yeah, a two hundred meter shot is no longer a simple two hundred meter shot in a lot of ways. Second, you can right. you can head somebody and then they just disappear behind a berm, heel and res. Unlike Erangel, where you could wait for a team to transition between a section and you could guarantee catch two of them during the transition. So that's where I think yeah. the, what Raptor's saying is, is very legitimate because fights are longer now. And because of the fact that, like you said, Ryan, everyone can use berms for cover, like the flank potential is insane. And the old, like old Erangel, you could assign one guy to watch your back and say, cover the north angle, and he would just sort of peek around a rock and be able to see everything. Now you got to have three guys covering your back in order to really know who's approaching.
coaching. So I think that that's that's. But that to me is just a meta shift waiting to happen for us to sort of figure out what's yes, the differential yes. here. Like how do we fix this uh, in terms yeah. of that? So and I think that's you, why it's you, you say meta shift, I say different decisions are now right. going to need to be made. Right. Yeah. So I, I guess when I say meta, I usually think it was just the way that people approach decision making in the game or the process to win. Um, For sure. You know. So yeah. that said, though, it's been pretty interesting. Who hasn't had a chance to talk about the ugly yet? I don't remember who we've gone through. I think Raptors up. I think Raptors. We'll make it very simple, and I like as as much as I dislike Merengel, um, Miramar. <laughs> it's like like <laughs> uh, all of, like in the end, you know, we just gotta adapt. That's yeah. that's what it is. No matter what we get to us, like as a pro, you have to adapt no matter what they try to you. Because look at CS, suddenly you get a revolver that one taps everybody. Just gotta adapt. But <laughs> I mean, in a way, think, yeah, yeah, in a way. But They're the most annoying is on thing a much to me, smaller scale, but absolutely. Oh yeah, it's the vehicles. I I re it slides. Everything slides. Like you stop. And you said another 200 meters. Oh uh, yeah. You hit one button, like even with the UAZ on on Erangel or the, right. the the pickup truck on Miramar, it's like you hit one bump, and you you make ten backflips, and you still land it though for some bizarre reason. The tank bus it flips, but it un always unflips for some reason. Yeah. It's like a million meters. And yeah. it, it just doesn't make any sense. It's like right. just let my car stop like it used to be. Like, yeah. My favorite That's the thing. Point of a car. My favorite thing is when you fast stop to get in a fight, and then you finish the fight and turn around. Your car is like 200 meters away because it just rolled off yeah. on its own. Kept rolling <laughs> yeah. like, every every single fight. Oh, you're like you stop the bus. You're like we're gonna jump out behind the bus for cover, and the bus just keeps on going. So now your team's like running and gunning, and it's just it cracks me up. But I, I totally get that. We're like you're just like oh, now. God, our thing's in the blue 200 meters. I guess we're walking. Thanks, thanks for that. <laughs> So I, yeah. I get that. I do love that you can now shoot out a back tire and the car just rolls away from a fight. So like you can take cover out by just popping a tire. That sort of also cracks yeah. me up because it's not like the old days in Aragorn where you could park cars, right, and just sort of blow them up or take out the tires. And now you have a safety, safe fortress. I can pop your back tire and it rolls off downhill and we're, we're, we're in good shape. So uh, that's yeah. interesting to me. Okay, so that's the good, the bad, and the ugly. Do you think Miramar... Uh, this is live. We start doing playtests. Awesome has a Euro playtest on Miramar coming up this week. GLL did some scrims. Uh, season 2 of Awesome is just around the corner. A couple of other leagues are getting started. Is Miramar ready to be in that rotation? And how do we put it in? Do we do the 50-50 and just play whatever pops up? Do we play every other map? Do we not touch one or the other? What do you guys think? Well, I think... for competitive. Yeah, definitely that. But for my ugly, with is going to go in with this oh, question. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you're good, you're good. Um, I don't think it's ready only because, you know, I've gotten a fight today, got a knock, went to vault over a little four-foot wall, and my game crashes. Okay? So the crashes randomly, I'm still experiencing maybe three crashes a day. And then also there's, if you go on some of the rocks, there's yeah. like there's like V's that are slanted that you get stuck in, mm -hmm. and it creates a never-ending fall animation, and then you're knocked out. Yeah, I've had I have fallen into some of those. Yeah, and there's so many around the terrain. So it's a very easy fix, but without crashes mm -hmm. and the endless falling going forward, you, it's not a. Com I don't want it to be a competitive map because I don't want to win because somebody dies off of that. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to win because we're fighting. But as for fifty-fifty, I think like usually tournaments are two days. You know, like uh, PUBG Online or Awesome or PUBG Online is you know Monday Wednesday. Monday is Erangel, Miramar, Erangel, uh, and on Wednesday, Miramar, Erangel, Miramar. Just 50-50 when it yeah. becomes ready. So you think you guys should uh, know down for what the rotation is going to be, not actually let it randomize? Yes. Okay. We should know. Yeah. We should I, know. Mean, I, I, ran, I don't think we need it randomized. Okay. Yeah, there's only two maps. It's not that hard. And now let me follow up on your ugly, which is the like infinite death holes and some other stuff that we've I've definitely seen. Those. I've only found one. There's, but I know there's, there's one there. over by water treatment that's a nightmare that you can slide into very easily. I think I lost an entire squad in that freaking hole. That said, yeah. uh, how... Those existed on Erangel and still do and have for a long time in terms oh, of like yeah. things that blow your car up for no reason, things of oh, and yeah. over the course of the game, 
we learned them. And that's why I'll, I'll talk to casual players and they'll say, I don't know how this is eSports ready because, you know, I drive a car and hits a spot and flips over for no reason. Adapt, bitch. Right, well, and, that's, and I say, well, you got to understand, the pros have 3,000 hours on these maps and they know where not to take the car. They know you don't drive a Dacia across Pachinki Fields and expect to not flip over, you know, things of that nature. That said, yeah. is, that, yeah. is that the solution? I mean, hopefully they fix the bugs, but how long do you think it takes to the point where we as... That's, that's I'm the not, short. That's the yeah. short solution. Fair, okay. I'm not, adapt, I'm not asking. Adapt is the short solution. We need it fixed, but until then, like, yeah. we'll we're avoid pros, do what we gotta do. Be, yeah. And here's the other thing, too, like, you know, so... I don't consider myself a pro, I'm a dedicated amateur in my own words, but um, I only have 800 hours, right? So, I do have... That, that's plenty of time to know Aaron goal, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm still finding spots where I'll try to crash a building and my car will get stuck in something and blow up, mm. you know, so it's still a learning phase and there's still weird angles in a game that are always going to, you know, without a better word, fuck you over. But um, it's it's just about taking the L's and realizing that, you know, hey, don't go in at that angle again, like you were saying, adapt, you know, but we would like them fixed. Absolutely. Okay. Gotta be fixed. Adapt. Adapt. In in the words of, uh, as CJ puts it, uh, define legit 2017. Because adapt, bitch, until it's fixed, and then we'll all be happy. So uh, just we'll be happy. just deal yeah. with it. Yeah. All right. So uh, maybe not right away to cop play, but at the end of the day, I think it's going to be unavoidable. Like you know, they want to show off everything the game has to offer. Uh, Miramar. I gotta. I gotta gorgeous. throw this in. I'm Please. So sorry to cut you off. No. Ghost wants. Ghost wants it immediately in comp play. The really. Yes, why? We, wanted, okay. we wanted immediately. And why do you want it immediately? Does it fit your style? You like the differential? No, it doesn't fit our style, honestly. It actually goes against a lot of our natural <laughs> transitions mm -hmm. and gameplay and how confident we feel. But personally, it's a better competitive map. And that's really hard to see right now for a lot of people. And I could even be wrong. Maybe it's not a no, better I, competitive I map. No, I, I agree. I, Maybe I, in hindsight, I look back and I'm I'm wrong, but I really think like as much as I've broken it down, it, it's it's a lot better. Like today, just for example, we had to transition into the circle, and it looked like there was nothing, literally nothing. And because of the way that everything's elevated and the, the all the landscape just rolls, and there's these crazy areas where you can get to, you pulled up on the road. And <laughs> being on the road with two trucks in the middle of the road creating uh, cover was a perfect spot. Mm. And you would have never been able to see it. You would have never been able to make it on Erangel other than a few spots. There's a yeah. few other times where, like, we've been able to do some weird spot like that. But I, I feel like I feel like Miramar has more of those weird spots. They have more of those niches, more mm -hmm. of those... Even though the circle's small and there's 40 up and it seems like no matter what we do when we drive, we're going to get shot, I promise there's a way to drive and not get shot. And we have yeah. to find that way. And I think there's more ways to find on Miramar than there is right now on Erangel. I also well, think Erangel needs a complete reboot. It needs to be yeah. completely... It, more things need to be added, but the terrain and stuff needs to for a little bit we need to see some more rolling hills some yeah that dead space needs to be changed maybe not with thick forest no. but well something. i think guy, just to touch on that and we'll go to ryan is i think a good example is we all know gatka fields is sort of just wide open right if you get stuck at the yellow houses by the trenches and you've got to cross to gatka or or the uphill you're just you're, you're screwed there's a couple of bushes to try to hide it that said, yeah, those yellow true. houses, if you go outside the yellow house, they've got some of the best landscape, I think, in all of Erangel. Those, like, little hills with the defilades and stuff just outside the yellow house yes. grouping. Like, right across the road. Right. If Gakka Fields yeah. got more of that, then all of a sudden Gakka Fields becomes a really fun place to fight. So I think yes. that it's it's easy to fix. It's, or I don't want to say easy because I'm not a programmer, but it's a potential fix that they've shown us they're interested in doing with the changes they made over by sort of the mansion fields and stuff. They said, we're looking at ways to make this better. So I'm excited about that in the future now that Miramar is up and running. Ryan, what were you going to say before I so rudely jumped in there? No, you're good. Um, so in Global Loot League today uh, for the scrims, you, I think you played in it, right, Legit? Yes, we played. Okay. Uh, we just played the Miramar games. Right, so did, so, so did we. So uh, Trifecta got absolutely circle gifted uh, yeah, for, the last, for the we last actually, two games. We, we pulled it. That, that was the game I was giving an example of. 
Okay. We pulled well, up. We pulled up on the road and, um, I tried to reposition a car and got knocked out by them. But because they got gifted so much and they were just shooting at everybody, even though that was the case for them and it seemed like no one could do anything, even we were still able to pull up and make something happen because of the way that right. the terrain the terrain has so many different elevations and so many different levels to it. Well, and that's the thing. So even though they were circle blessed, there was never one time that I felt that there was not a good approach to their center because of how Miramar is designed. So it is going to bolster a better competitive uh, view. And uh, while we're on that subject with uh, them getting circle bliss, just a quick shout out uh, to Swisher. Hey, catch me on that K98. Peek me again. <laughs> but other than that, I mean, I, I get, what, I get what you're saying. There's no final circle on the Alamo, right? There's no final circle on Heaven, where it's just how the fuck do you push into this right now, um, in this particular map. That said, right. uh, Raptor, I think that you have very different feelings I, about this map. I so let's go to you on this. Completely disagree. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is like this: unlike unlike uh, the fine, our playstyle in in air angle right now completely would fit this new map because it's so like you can do so much more by foot as well. It's so much more like you know micro managing your position constantly on the map. You know, next ridge. Oh, there's a better ridge. We can do that. We can push this team for that. It would fit our playstyle way better. But the thing is like this: I think Miramar has too much room for creativity. To be mm -hmm. honest, it has a lot of room for creativity. There's so much, yeah. and I personally. Mm -hmm rather have a fixed approach like CSGO for example is a game where everything is super fixed you got three lanes you go lane one A, B or C pretty much and that's what you do you work with that and I personally think having a, a certain limit to your amount of approaches also creates a certain stability in your tactics and stuff and I, I personally feel like it is better for me because I'm an Indian leader it is way easier to work with and to come up with ideas when there's not just like a whole bunch of things and next to that, I think Mirangel. Um, oh fuck, Miramar. <laughs> I just still think it's too open. I just think there's too many flank options for too many teams to get in this in a fight at the same time. Like we're a team that really likes to flank, and we we have put, like in the last matches that we played against the better teams, we just literally circle one. We would we would flank people, and in this map, it's just like. I, I see ways, but it's just like, for me, it just doesn't feel right. I, I just, think... the feel is just not so, my thing. I like Arangle. I'm not, I'm not a pro. I do spend a lot of hours playing, and I watch the shit out of this game. And the one thing that I think that I've come away with with playing both these maps is that it feels to me like Arangle was about control positions or areas of control, getting a house, locking in the 100 meters around it, keeping your approach vectors under control, but sort of locking in that area. Miramar feels more like uh, approach vectoring. Like you need to know where the circle's coming from. You need to control everything from the edge of the circle to where you want to go and make sure that no one's going to pop up behind you. So it seems like it's sort of a different methodology, right? So like if you want to try to sneak flank and somebody gets behind you, you're all of a sudden screwed instead of saying using the lines to control exactly who's around you at all times, which to me I like Miramar because it tell I believe firmly that what we're going to start to see is after the third circle, running fights earlier in matches because people want to control their vector. They're going to say, it's worth taking this fight now to make sure that these guys aren't behind me six minutes from now. Whereas in Erangel, you could maybe not take the fight or choose to drive past and get yourself a different area of control instead of an approach vector or a zone of control, if that makes sense. So yeah. to me, that's right. It makes, it makes a lot of sense. It's interesting. I, I don't know where we're going with it for sure, but I think that what we're going to see with Miramar, and that's why I'm excited about what you guys said. Like, I want to see games go every other because it's going to be two very yeah. different mentalities of play back to back in terms of how these maps are approached. 100%. So that's my that's my two cents on the developing strategy, but I've tried both ways. I feel bad because I, I, when I play, I always pub because I like to just see as many strategies as I can. You know, um, this week though, I've been dragging my pubs with me and making them follow whatever I say, and I feel bad for some of them because I'm like, all right, I'm gonna, we're going to try an Arangel strat this time. We're going to do zones of you know areas of control, and we're going to rush buildings and try to hold them. And every single time, we get absolutely obliterated trying to do that. Um, but when I say, hey, we're just going to play the edge and work vectors and take fights early, it seems like you get to that final three teams more consistently with a comfortable back. And that makes, to me, I, I think we're going to see the TSM strategy sort of 
thrive in a Miramar style, if that makes sense. Yeah. Playing, playing Edge will thrive mm-hmm. if you can yeah. do it successfully. If you, yeah. So that, that to me is thing, but it's hard because Miramar is so fucking huge. A circle may only require 300 meters of travel, but with the up-down, it ends up being a 600-meter trek that nobody's prepared for. And that's, I think, also part of, uh, brings me to my next question. And my last major question is, and this is a, this is legit, because I'm starting to wonder if it's true, is there enough space for every, is there enough space on this map for every team to jump away from every other team? In Aragal, everyone went their own way. Do you think yeah. they can do that this time? 100%. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Always. So you two um, say yeah, yes. They, they can make the map smaller, and we'd still find our ways away from each other. Yeah. The the the, the small compounds you are so bad in loot. If they would increase the loot, then yes. But right now, like I've been testing this today because when when I'm grinding for leaderboards and stuff, I like to go to the smaller compounds. I've tried to find so many small compounds. I ended up with like four houses, and I'm like, yeah, I have a backpack now and a pistol, and it's so bad. So I have to. There's a lot of big cities, which is cool, but you know, in 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 Miram, um, in Erangel, so what the thing is like, you have the big cities, be, big teams take big cities, but you also have the small compounds. The small compounds get rewarded. In Miramar, the small compounds just, in my opinion, just do not get rewarded mm-hmm. at all. I think that's, work. I think that's part of the adaption though. Like today in scrims, I dropped little, uh, went towards like a church area. All I had was a, um, can't even think of it, the 45 auto stun machine gun, Tommy gun. Uh, all I had was a Tommy gun, and I just went up against a guy with a rifle, and I mean, we, I just won my gunfight, you know? He decided to drop into a higher loot concentration that was contested. I didn't, so I got punished for that, and I think it should be like that. It shouldn't be like, you drop into four houses, I have a four times and an M16. It should be, I have a backpack, a pistol, let's see what I can make happen. If I want to be safe, punish me for it. If I want to be aggressive, I, I, reward me. I actually like that perspective, honestly. I think the loot would still need to be a little more buffed. I think you need yeah. a little more than a pistol. Maybe you come out with an SMG or something. But right, fair that's enough. An, that's an interesting perspective. In my mind, and I guess this will be my last two cents, anything that's related to Battle Royale, any anything you can add that's going to increase the layer of depth of decision-making is a good thing in my mind. And I think in Miramar, this map completely changes the depth of decision making because yes. you can be flanked in so many different ways you can't you know it it it's gonna be less let me control this uh zone and more let me control my literal 30 40 meters and when yes. that close gunfight comes up we're gonna have the advantage based on you know whatever way you're peeking or whatever way you're watching or whatever it is i think it's I think the depth in competitive will be a lot, a lot more noticeable when it comes to, to end game fights and mid game fights and just fights in general. Now yeah. I will say this: I think that that mentality fits your uh, po- love of poker and the idea of like a chip in a chair and your willingness to fight out of nothing. That said, Absolutely. I do believe that right now most of our experience here is dropping in pubs. Uh, if we start to see the, a lot of competitive tournaments do 1.5 AR, things like that, yeah. um, I think that the small town drops may become more functionally survival. Like, let's talk about crater, right? You got that military crater, pretty decent area for maybe a duo. You increase the AR spawn to 1.5 and the submachine gun to 1.5, and all of a sudden, everyone walks out of there with at least an, with three ARs, a sniper, and a couple of submachine guns gives you a few more spots to jump. So you get both craters, now you have a full light loot loot loadout. So I think that once we get some more scrim time with like what the right AR balance is, then we could technically spread this better for competitive play. But right now in pub play, there's nowhere that I can land that doesn't guarantee I'm gonna be fighting somebody within two to three minutes, which as as a strategic methodical player, I freaking hate because I want to control every fight from the start. But as a battle royal royale lover, I think it's you know it's great. I it, it, in Aragul, I never fight with shotguns because I'm never forced to. Here, that definitely happens yeah. sometimes. Um, I think that's pretty. I think cool. the parachute fix will make us yes. be able to spread more. Those are my craters, <laughs> CJ. I will find you and I will end you there because that's what <laughs> I do. Uh, that said, and that does bring me to my lightning round. This is a question you've been playing for a while. A lot of our players are complaining about loot. Everything's so confusing. There's doors everywhere. I can't stop opening doors and there's nothing inside of the room. 
suck it up and learn which which buildings to loot because i'll tell you what i don't have to deal with doors very often if you know where you're going that said gentlemen what is your favorite building to loot on this map church any big ass church ryan likes big churches big ass church Okay. I like any warehouse. warehouse. I've always been a fan of any big warehouse or big apartment. Do you like the big yeah, warehouse yeah, barn or the one that you can climb up the boxes to the second level? Both, actually. Both? Okay. Yeah. Raptor, what's your favorite the building? Second, the um, second level is interesting. The arena, man. The arena oh, is good. like like everything I hate about the map, like that combines in there. Like, no, that, that just goes away with the arena. Once I enter the arena, I just see like 10 ARs. I see mm-hmm. 10 first aids. Like, it is monstrous when it comes down to loot. If there's one place you want to loot, it's like small power plant, multi power plant times three in one building. Mm-hmm. It's genius. Love uh, it. Yeah. I'm going to, you guys should know about this building. And if you don't, I'm going to blow your goddamn minds. Uh, <laughs> my favorite building in the entire game is, you know, those blown-out cement structures that has the two-story with the roof access and the no roof right across yes. from it with the pillars? Uh, every If you can hit two of them in any drop, you walk away with an AR and a sniper rifle almost every single time. So, to those of you, huh. if uh, if you guys don't know, you heard of Wacky Jackie, I'm sure. He has a YouTube video about those specifically that I wrote him a scathing response on Twitter and said, stop telling people about these things because it's... Uh, they're incredibly powerful. So check those out for those of you who are listening, uh, because I think those are probably the best best buildings in the game because they're fast to loot. There's no doors to open, uh, and you walk out with guns almost every single time. Turtle Squad drop spot. Turtle Squad drop spot. <laughs> uh, that's the uh, Los Leones. What is it? Never eat, shred it. The Los Leones Western route. Uh, loot route is the single best loot route in the game because of that. It's like eight of those buildings and three warehouses all one after another. So, uh, that's what I'm saying though. When you complain about loot, stop and reconsider what you're doing. If you're going into a five-story apartment building with 35 doors, it's probably not the best use of your time if you can instead hit a few of these warehouses on the opposite side instead. Uh, think outside the box. I don't know if you guys have noticed, like the guard towers and stuff, they don't have uh, loot in the middle of the floor like Erangel does. They have energy drinks sitting on the foreman's desk. They have yeah. things sitting on dining room tables. Like the loot was clearly designed to be more organic and less uh, on the floor than I think Erangel was. So uh, think outside the box and get ready for that. Do I have my own names for cities? I'm, I do, but I'm trying to memorize them just tally up the, the correct way uh-huh. because much many of my names are probably disrespectful to uh, the map or, you know, I, I pronounce things badly, so I'm trying to learn them all the right way. Yeah. We call Picado Sandusky. Oh, because it's Ohio, Ohio sucks? No, because somebody called it pedo, like, uh, pedo <laughs> and then I was like, Sandusky. There you so go. that's our new call. There you go. Uh Huma Sarah has been mispronounced a few times. We won't go into that. Uh, so anyway, a lot of these things I think are going to get some nicknames that we'll probably... <laughs> it'll it'll be like Erangel, right? Remember in the old days when uh, we had weird, funny names for everything? Like I think I used to call like uh, Fairy Pier Fishtown. And then all of a sudden they, yep. they put the names on the map and they were like, stop calling it. Like We're putting the names here so you guys stop with these stuff. weird names. Uh, so we'll probably go down that road at some point. Um, it's still fish, still fish Town. So it is Fish Town. It'll always be Fish Town. I love Fish Town. Fishtown. Yep. I still I miss the days of bridge camping. Those were the good old days, man. Now you guys all bridge camp off to the side with accurate shots. There was a time when we would just sit on the bridge with AKs and go to war like men. <laughs> no longer. No longer. All right, guys. Uh, that is about all the time that we have. Uh, we got some fun stuff coming for you guys over the next few weeks. Uh, we are in the winter lull, which means we don't have a lot of events and tons of tournaments to go to. Uh, I apologize. The show's been off the air for the last couple of months. For fortunately for me, maybe not for you guys who download the podcast, I've been very busy traveling to events and things like that. So I'm not going to say I'm mad that the podcast hasn't been on, but I will say that I'm sorry that it hasn't been on as often over the last few uh, weeks. Gentlemen, I appreciate you being here. Before we sign off, uh, I do want to give you a chance to do any shout-outs, call-outs, smack-talking, or soapboxing that seems to appeal to your sensibilities. If you want to speak directly uh, to the competitive scene or organizers or any of that stuff, get it off your chest right now. uh, Or just say thank you and tell us your Twitter handle. We'll start with Ryan and work our way around back to Raptor. Trash talk's okay for a quick one? Yeah, man, whatever you want. Uh, hey, Swisher, get out of open before you judge me. Um, <laughs> second, uh, you know, hey, I want to shout out to uh, Turtle Squad 
And, uh, you know, really appreciate it. We've been going strong and all my friends supporting in here. Uh, CJ Riser, Family Fee. Thanks, guys. And thank you so much for uh, letting me uh, be on here, Toffee. No problem. This is not the uh, Swisher Sweet. It is not a little bit of Swisher Heat coming out of Ryan. Uh, Define. <laughs> well, how do you get a pun in there? That's my life. Define what do you got for me. Honestly, man, just thank you so much for letting me come on. Uh, this was fun. I love talking, so this was interesting. Um, I don't really have any shout-outs, man. Go follow me on Twitter, everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's at Define Legit. So for those of you who are listening on the podcast and not watching, you can get Viral, who hates Swisher, at Ryan Flax. And you can get Define Legit, who plays for Ghost and has a sexy man bun, at Define Legit. Easy peasy. Let's roll over to Raptor to Raptor. For our clothes. Thanks for having me again. Appreciate it. Shout out to Tiger Mafia. Uh, and, uh, you know, I don't like to trash talk, but it feels really good to have teammates that actually finally trust me. Nice. You know, he, he, doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't like to trash talk, yet he released the meme with, like, uh, beating the shit out of Method coming out of a bush the other day. So what? No, that was just random oh, teams. Yeah. Just, oh, yeah, Method happened to be the first one that got pwned out of the bush. No, yeah, that was totally accidental. I know. I know nothing. <laughs> All right, you can find him at Raptor, Duh Raptor, not The Raptor, because he's, he's edgy like that. So it's a DA between the two Raptors. If you want to find him over on the Twitter, you can find me at Toffee's TV. Yup, it's the sweetest handle on Twitter because it's the sweetest account to follow. I promise you'll enjoy it as much as you would enjoy the candy. A big shout out to the folks who have helped make this possible. Asus for the rake, awesome for the overlays. Uh, if you guys want to help support the show, I will say this. The show will only last as long as I can afford to keep making it. So if you want to help me with the hosting, you can go to patreon.com slash toffees and donate a dollar, five, ten, whatever you see fit. And I do have cool rewards. So there's some car decals, bumper stickers, mugs, t-shirts, really whatever you want to put the drop on, you can. Uh, and I think that we all know that the key to winning this game, game is to get the drop on someone. So pay a couple of bucks, get the drop yourself. And uh, send it to your friends. Also, if you don't want to pay and help support us monetarily, you can always just review the show on uh, iTunes or somewhere else so other people can find it and enjoy it as well. That said, I hope you guys had a wonderful evening hanging out with us. I had a great time hanging out with you. Uh, and we'll be back. Uh, I'm going to try to get another group together next week. Gentlemen, I may reach out to you again because I've had a great time chatting. And uh, we'll shoot the shit a little bit more. Maybe uh, talk about how pubs can survive in Miramar. Because we've heard how the pros are struggling a little bit with fighting each other. But let's be real. Most of us just have to fight other idiots that are just as bad as we are. So let's talk <laughs> about how to win that match next time. That said, have a wonderful night. Play more PUBG. And as always, Toffee's out.